Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. Now, in today's episode, we are jumping right into season five, and we're talking all things health and wellness. Now, when I say health and wellness, I mean the things that make you feel good, inspired, empowered, all the things that culminate into creating your best self. This doesn't mean a bikini bod. This doesn't mean anything about, you know, eating a certain way or fitting into a certain size or whatever. I want you to live your best life and run the best business you can. And that means taking care of you, your body, your mental health, all of the things. So I am really excited to kind of share my journey for this in this episode. And I look forward to all of the guests that we're going to have on the podcast this season and hearing what you all think about this special 2023 kickoff season. Hey y'all, welcome to today's episode of the Success Mandolins Podcast. We're so excited to be jumping into season five and we're gonna be talking about health, fitness, self-care, mental health, the tools you need, the resources you need in order to run a business in your best self. This is not a season where we're talking about getting into shape or getting a beach body. Like th- throw that out the window. I am talking about taking care of your body, taking care of yourself, taking care of your mental health. When you do these things, you're able to run a better business because you are in the best version of yourself. Now that's something that is constantly evolving, but that is what we're focusing on for season five. And I am so, so excited about it. So grab your headphones, your water bottle, a glass of wine, because yes, I am still drinking a glass of wine, please and thank you, and let's dive into this season. Okay, so you guys know that I have been on a health journey for a couple of years now. Now, when I say health journey, I started with my mental health. I didn't go hit the gym. I didn't count calories. I worked on all of the messiness that was going on in my head. What happened for me was as I was working through all of the difficulty that with anxiety and anxiety (laughs) and having negative self-talk and all of these kinds of things in my personal life, I was realizing that it was affecting my business. So I have already talked a lot about going to therapy, working through those things, right? So as I did that, I naturally wanted to start working on my body. And I don't mean that I'm not looking to get to a certain size, but I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to be able to run around with my son and have energy throughout the day and take better care of myself as I'm getting older and I still have a lot of goals I want to reach. So I hired a personal trainer and I worked with her for over a year. Now my physical journey has kind of hit some bumps in the road these last few months, but we're getting back there. And what I am finding is the most important aspect of this journey is taking care of myself. And sometimes that means that I am really, really diligent about watching how I speak to myself. I'm very cognizant of the 
content I am absorbing. If you don't know this about me, I am a voracious reader. And I spend a lot of my free time reading nowadays. But there are certain genres, books, triggers that I stay away from in order to take better care of myself. Or if I know I'm going to read a heavier book that's going to maybe not have my triggers, but definitely be more emotionally involved, then I sometimes balance that out with a rom-com or, you know, a cozy fantasy, those types of things. So that I get a break from the heaviness and I'm not immersing myself in this heavy, emotionally laden world, right? Because the way I read is I like enter the world and I'm part of it and it's very involved. So I have to be careful with what I read. It's the same thing with the kind of shows I watch. I used to watch a ton of Criminal Minds and True Crime and those types of things. But I found that I was having nightmares, or I wasn't sleeping well, or I was jumpy, you know, those types of things, just having anxiety about things that I don't need to have anxiety about. So I backed off those shows. It's little things like that. When I say taking care of myself, you know, yes, I try to drink my water, and yes, I try to get my fruits and veggies in and move my body and those types of things, but it's more than that. It's the content you absorb. It's the people you're around. It's the time that you spend to yourself doing things that you love. It's sleeping. Oh my goodness, you guys, sleep is so important. It's all of these different factors. So As we kind of navigate this season on the podcast, I want you to really consider what does wellness, what does a well-rounded version of you look like? And I want you to challenge possibly your thinking on what that looks like to what we're talking about. Because when I, you know, I grew up in like 90s, right? So all the Weight Watchers, all the Slim Fast, all the Nutrisystem, you know, ultra low rise jeans, mini skirts, like all of these things that were constantly put in my face about, you know, the certain body I should have or the certain way I should look and the certain size I should be. And let me tell you, yeah, let me tell y'all, let me, let me tell you a secret. I have never been like, a, a skinny person. I was very fit in, in high school. I played softball. I rode and trained horses. I could run. I did all kinds of workouts on the regular. But I was never, I have never been, never been smaller than a size eight, six, maybe six at like the smallest. I was a size four for a few weeks after I had mono and was hospitalized for a week. So I feel like that one doesn't count. But in transparency, I have been a size four. I always felt like I had an extra five pounds or an extra 10 pounds or an extra 15 pounds to lose in order to fit society's standard of what I should look like. Now, I talked a lot about this on the podcast with Kristen Goss about how to gain confidence. And her and I both are in our 30s. We are, you know, the heaviest we've ever been. And we are more confident in who we are today than we were 15 years ago. And I think a lot of that is realizing 
that our worth isn't in the number on a scale or the number on a pair of jeans or what size dress we wear, okay? And that is so important. And it's something that as we navigate this, this season, I want you to consider when I think of the best version of myself, I don't picture a size. I think about how I want to feel. I think of the things I want to accomplish. I think of the activities I want to be able to do and do well. And I'm sorry, (laughs) you cannot control and ride a horse without being some level of fit. Just take my word for it. If you haven't ridden horses, then, you know, maybe you think we just sit there. That's not the case. There's a lot going on. So that's what I want you to think about as you listen to the different episodes of this season. We're going to be talking about nutrition. We're going to be talking about working out. We're going to be talking about, you know, what it means to take care of yourself and not just like going and taking a bubble bath. So not that there's anything against bubble baths. I love bubble baths. So that is really what the long version of what this this season is about and what I want you to consider as we as we go through it. So as for my own journey on... You know, it's currently like late January 2023, and I am coming out of, I'm about two weeks almost, coming out of a very, very anxious, depressive episode, and where I was very anxious going to get-togethers, I was anxious day-to-day, it was the hardest time I've had in the last couple of years. So what I did was the first thing I go back to is my mental health. Where where am I lacking? And it was a lot of self-doubt, worry, anxiety about things going on that I had some control over and then things I didn't have any control over, okay? So what I went back to is a practice that I started doing almost 10 years ago. I think it's actually eight years ago this month. And I do gratitude journaling. And in my gratitude journaling, I spend about 10 minutes in the morning before I start my work day, most of the time, where I write down all of the things that I am grateful for. And this is a list of things that I already have. So my first two lines every single day is I am grateful for my husband and I am grateful for our son. Those are the first two lines every single day. And then from there, it becomes a mix of I'm grateful for our home. I'm grateful for our our abundance. I'm grateful for my businesses. I'm grateful for our clients. All of these things. And then I put in there, I'm grateful for $20,000 months. We haven't hit $20,000 months, but I'm grateful for it, right? I'm putting that energy out there. And putting other things that I'm grateful for that either haven't happened yet or that I'm working towards so that it puts that energy into the universe and it really helps me reframe my mindset and begin to understand that I have power and control over these aspects of my life. And I'm grateful for all of it. I'm grateful that I can pay my bills. I'm grateful that, you know, we have money to go get groceries. And I have great, I'm grateful that, you know, I can go to Sam's Club and get caught up on things, right? So just practicing that 10 minutes of gratitude every day always helps kind of reset my mind in 
a positive manner in a positive light and spinning things in my life that I'm I'm happy about. And then putting things on there that I'm looking forward to. So this is a practice that, you know, I when I feel my mental health slipping, I go right back into. I slide back into it pretty easily. Uh, I consistently do it normally for a few months. And then, you know, like most things, it'll fall off for a little bit and then I'll pick it back up again. So that was that was step number one. You all know that I am big on conferences, education, and investing in your business. And if you're looking for a conference dedicated to animal photography, you have the opportunity to learn from the animal photography experts. Animal Image Makers is hosting their 2023 conference this April. This four-day conference will be packed with professional pet and animal photographers, highly qualified instructors, and a wide variety of workshops. If you're ready to meet like-minded individuals who show the same passion for animal photography as you, this is 100% the conference you have to attend this year. Come to the conference from April 13th to April 16th, and only 48 seats remain. Don't miss your spot. Register at www.animalimagemakers.com and use code SUCCESS2023 for $50 off of your registration fee. And then over the last couple of weeks, I'm, I'm realizing, okay, I've been out of working out consistently for about uh, probably 12 weeks, maybe closer to 16 weeks, right? I mean, like most of us, right? Because it was the holidays and it was back to school and like all these things going on. So I know that I feel best. I have higher energy. I feel stronger. I feel healthier. All of those things when I'm working out three times a week. Now, I haven't worked out more than three times a week in a few years, but in when I was learning kickboxing in the summer, I was doing an hour workout three times a week, and it was perfect. It was just challenging enough. It was perfect for what I needed because also I have horses and I have a, a three-year-old thoroughbred that I am working with. So especially in the spring and summer and fall, I'm riding at least once a week. I try to ride at least once a week and I ride for a minimum of, of 30 minutes. So that's my other other workout. The benefit of working out three times a week and the way that I was working out three times a week is it helped me become a better rider. I was more fit in the saddle. I was more centered. I was stronger. My core was stronger. Core is so important when you're riding. So it did all of those things. And as I'm kind of like navigating, getting back into my normal swing of things, my mood has stabilized. I'm feeling more like myself. I'm like, okay, now that we have the gratitude, now that I feel more like myself, now that I'm taking better care of myself mentally, it's time to add add in another aspect of my life. And for me, that's physical. So figuring out Do I sign up for a personal trainer again? Do I do workouts at home possibly? Figuring out what that's going to look like and what's going to work best in my life. And then start doing it, right? (laughs) So those are the things that I do in order to be the best well-rounded version of myself. You know, and and that's going to look different in, in the seasons of my business. Things have been a little slower around here lately. So I am really leaning into kind of resting this season. I'm working on some things in the business that have been neglected. 
I'm putting together a whole SOP manual for how to run success beyond the lens. I'm getting ready to run uh, a challenge that I'm really excited about. I've planned my marketing, my big my big marketing plan uh, for the first six months of the year. All of these little things that I don't normally have time for, right? Because I'm leaning into this kind of slow season. So I have the time to, you know, do more of this. Now, once things pick up, I'm going to have to figure out, okay, it's a busy season. My days are, you know, more full. What can I do? Where where do I need to focus on to make sure that the business is taken care of as well as myself? And that's where, you know, I'll get a standing desk for my laptop so I can do my walking pad for, you know, an hour in first starting in the day. Those have, that worked really, really well for me at one point. Or I will take 30 minutes in the middle of my day, get away from my desk and go, you know, walk around my mom's like cul-de-sac area right here and take a break and get out in the fresh air and kind of move my body. So looking at your life and the different seasons of your life and your business, where can you make space for self-care? And where do you need to start with your self-care? I don't like the idea of drinking only water and cutting out cookies. Like, no, thank you. I will keep my coffee and my cookies and I'll make sure it's three cookies instead of 10 cookies. (laughs) So figuring out where can you moderate, where can you make adjustments in order to still love everything, you know, in your life as much as you can, right? And hit the goals that you're wanting to hit. For me, health now doesn't look like a number on the scale or a certain size pants. It looks like being able to ride my horse without losing my breath. It means uh, being able to run around with my son. It means having energy throughout the day. All of those things. That is what is important to me. And that my mental health, like that's number one for me, is my mental health. Making sure that I'm not spending my days anxious, that I'm on business mode when I'm in business mode and I'm on mom mode when I'm on mom mode and wife mode when I'm on wife mode and gen mode when I can get to gen mode. So as I've already said this, but as we have the different guests come on this season and talk about the different topics, I want you to kind of challenge yourself and figure out, okay, well-rounded wellness, say that three times fast. What does that look like for me? Where Where is it Where do I need to start in order to make a forward progression? I think we've been drilled into us that in order to be our, you know, quote unquote best self, we have to, you know, go into like a deficit for eating and we have to work out six times a week and we have to, you know, put a number on the scale. Like once we hit this number, we're going to be happy. And I want to challenge you and say, okay, maybe. But what if you started with just doing a gratitude journal for 10 minutes in the morning? What does that look like? What if you, oh, this is another thing I've started doing. I make my bed every morning. I've never been a make the better. It's just never been a habit that I wanted to kind of start and keep up with because I was like, I'm gonna get in the the evening, so who cares? But what I found is I completely reset my house one day. I did a whole... If you go on my Instagram reels, you can see what I kind of did. I took a work day, went to the house. I did 20 minutes of work and then I cleaned it for 30 minutes. And then I did 90 minutes of work and then I cleaned it for 30 minutes. And then another 90 minutes of work and then I cleaned it for 30 minutes. And uh, after my work day, I continued kind of 
you know, reorganizing and decluttering and doing all the laundry and all the things, it completely reset my house. So what I found is I really like a made bed. I The two things in my house that really help keep my mental health happy and keep me away from feeling anxiety is a made bed and a clean kitchen. Like those two things, if those two things are done in my house on a day-to-day basis, then mentally coming into my house, it doesn't feel like I'm being attacked. And that's something that I think as business owners, we neglect is like the house is almost the last thing on the list because we have so many other things going on. But I think what we neglect to consider, and I I talked about this with my therapist this uh, last, yeah, this week, we work everywhere, right? We work in our car. We work in the pickup line. We work at our kitchen table. We work at in our bed. We work in our living room. And then if we have an office or a studio or something like that, we go into work. So if you go into work, I'm really good about resetting my office every Friday. I dust. I clean out Reese's uh, hutch. If you didn't know, I have an office rabbit. Don't recommend I love her. Don't recommend it. Anyway, I clean out her hutch. I make sure she's all set for the weekend. My mom is here. Like, she still gets taken care of. (laughs) That was awful. Uh, But, like, you know, she's all fresh and clean. I water my lily, and I put all my cords away so that when I walk into my office, it's this new, it's clean, it's new energy. I can come in and be excited about my day, okay? But... If I need to work from home or I get home and I've got a lot going on and I'm needing to wrap up a few things, I can come into the house. And I mean, even if I'm not having to work, it's like it feels like an attack because you see this clutter spot and this clutter spot and this is out of place and there's dirty dishes in the sink and the bed is ruffled and there's laundry in the basket over here and there's laundry in the basket over here and there's this mountain of laundry that needs to be folded. And then you're, for me, my regular chores are going out and feeding the cats, going out feeding the horses, coming back in and feeding the dogs, making sure dinner is going, all of these different things. So it almost feels like you walk into your house and it's like a ping pong of, you know, all of this like, red flashing signs of things you have to do, right? So in resetting our house and getting it back to a manageable place, it feels like the same when I come into my office on a Monday after cleaning it on a Friday. It's a reset. It's new energy. It's clean. I don't feel like I'm being attacked as soon as I walk in the door. So that was something that we do now is we make our bed. And it is a space where my brain just kind of goes, (sighs) <sighs> that's nice. So again, when I when I talk about wellness, when I talk about taking care of yourself, figure out, okay, where do I need to start? Is it my house? Do I need to spend a day or a weekend and reset the house, get it back to a point where it's manageable? I feel like that's pretty, you know, standard after the holidays, right? Is it my mental health? Do I need to do a gratitude journal? Do I need to reach out to a friend and just have an event session? Do I need to reach out to a therapist to get more structured support? If you're used to working out and you've kind of slid away from it because of the winter blues or the holidays, whatever that looks like, where do you need to start in your physical journey to to get back to your happy self? Is it a 20-minute walk? Is it, you know, going to the dog park with with your dog? Is it going and playing outside with your kid? Is it 
doing a buddy session at the gym with a friend, figuring out what's going to make you excited to do the thing again, okay? I think it helps a lot in the accountability and actually making you do it. So I'm going to leave this here. This was a lot longer than I intended this episode to be. I wanted this to be like kind of sharing like what I've done, what I'm doing, why I feel like this is so important to business owners and like we cover all kinds of things. So stay tuned. I'm really excited about next week's episode. I am having a local fitness coach on the podcast and she has lots of good tips for kind of getting back into the swing of things, how to prep food a little easier. I love her ideas. I'm now that we're, we have Sam's too, I'm really excited about implementing them. So stay tuned. I'm all kinds of excited. I hope you guys have a great day and I'll see you next week. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. If you are loving our content, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to our channel or left us a review. You can always hang out with me on the gram at Success Beyond the Lens. Hope to see you guys next week.